Listener Production. Wages in Australia keep lifting. Could this lead to another rate hike? And why did investors dump their shares in a fertiliser company? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. And I'm Laura. It's the 17th of May. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Laura. Stevie. We are back. It's you and I again. That's right. I don't know if we should call it the dream team. I don't know. Okay, just a team. It's a the team. The duo, the dynamic duo. We are the dream team, but we love Craig and the other contributors as well. Exactly right. The Aussie market today, let's get straight to it. Let's Two do straight it. days of declines. Unfortunately, Hit yes. Hit a two-week low as well. Yes, we did. But we were down much more earlier in the day. So we were down over 1% earlier in the session. But we were able to lift just a little bit. And that might be just because wages data came in as expected. But we'll get more into that as we go on, but the ASX, it ended half a percent lower to 7,199 points. And we saw seven of the 11 sectors falling, but tech was really the standout today. They lifted almost 1%, but miners, on the other hand, they were the hardest hit today. We saw gold down, iron ore down, coal down, all, all those stocks that participate in that sort of sector, they were all posting losses today. And the materials sector as a group was down almost 1% as BHP declined most because that makes up a, a good chunk of the materials sector. But we also saw the financial sector under pressure. Again, it extended its losses for the third straight session. The big news today, wages, it came in in line with expectations, Stevie. Yeah, so this is a really important two-week period for our market, and today kind of kicks that off with this update on wages, which we only get once every three months. And it actually showed that we've had the fastest growth in wages since 2012. So over the year, wages have jumped about 3.66%. When I say about, that's exactly uh, how much it (laughs) rose by. But importantly, this was, as you say, largely in line with what most analysts and economists were expecting. And that is one thing that markets respond to. So yes, the market was down 1% at one stage this morning. Over the course of the afternoon, things started to settle and improve a little because this is the type of information that won't make it more likely next month that we get another rate hike. But from here, there are a few things to be mindful of, an update on jobs tomorrow, spending next week, and inflation on the 31st of May. They're kind of like the big four that when combined could make all the difference for a potential rate hike in early June, or maybe the RBA decides to stay on the sidelines for the time being. Looking at stocks today, though, we had Lake Resources. That was today's best performer. They've been slowly creeping back up from lows of about 40 cents towards the end of last month. But this month so far, it's up about 50% or more than 50%. And it keeps popping up as one of the best performers So we keep seeing this one in the lithium space. But keep in mind, this is after it fell quite a lot last year. So it was at highs of $2.65 back in April last year when lithium stocks were sort of going crazy. They were doing well on the back of higher lithium prices and higher demand for electric cars, which is what lithium is essentially used for. It's an ingredient to make the batteries. But it's now four times lower than that all-time high of $2.65. So they're doing well lately, but not so well if you look at it as a whole picture. Yeah. And right on the other side of the spectrum, we've got Incitec Pivot, which fell by about 8%. It was the worst on the ASX 200, that number that represents the 200 biggest stocks on our market. So it hasn't been lower in about two years. So there are 
two things that Intertech Pivot generally sells, explosives, which sells to mining companies in particular, and you know they obviously use that for in their mining processes. But secondly, it's the fertilizer business. So it sells a lot of fertilizers around the world. Its profits dropped about 8% over the last six months, and this was mainly because of its fertilizers business. Profits more than half, they fell 60%. A few interesting things about this. Back when Russia initially invaded Ukraine, that was a time where fertilizer prices hit absolute record levels, and a company like Intertech Pivot saw their profits actually lifting. But since then, obviously, things have changed, and fertilizer prices have really come off the boil, and in turn, that has actually seen Intertech Pivot shares fall quite heavily recently. Appen was another one that I had my eye on today. So we talked about this stock yesterday. It's an AI company or artificial intelligence company. And they were in a trading halt yesterday after announcing a $60 million capital raise, which basically means they're trying to raise money to use towards doing new things. In this case, it's strategy refresh after it's been under some pressure lately. We saw them lift 3% today. They announced that there was two components to this capital raising, essentially. One was the institutional side and the other was the retail side. So they announced that the institutional side of this offer was done. So what that means is they raised about $21 million by issuing new shares to both existing and new shareholders. And they did this at a price of $1.85 per share, which is a discount from the price that they closed at prior to the announcement, which was $2.30. So next up will be the retail offer, which opens early next week. And you can read more about that in their announcement if you want those details. And Temple and Webster also received quite a bit of attention. There was actually a couple of retailers that actually soaked up space, I guess, in the media. Yeah. And on the theme of AI, they actually gave a trading update, but gave an overview of what they're doing with their AI initiatives. They were up 20% today on the back of this update, by the way. So they've teamed up with an Israeli AI startup company, which is called Renovay. Sorry if I butchered that. So they first started investing in this company in 2020. So they teamed up with this company to create an AI-driven shopping experience, like digitizing the interior design process. They're in the early days of doing things like using chat GPT for live chats and also to create product descriptions. Stevie, can you imagine what world are we living in? Amazing, isn't it? You can like copy your voice now as well. I think Apple's next update, I read something about them being able to mimic your voice. And that means, you know, we'll be able to do podcasts, not being here. That'll be amazing. <laughs> yeah. But Temple Webster is an interesting one. That It's a company that actually quadrupled in share price in 2020 when, you know, the whole pandemic was kicking off with COVID. Everyone was spending money online. And that saw a stock like Temple and Webster that was pure online retailer seeing huge gains in sales. Now, today they came out with an update saying that sales have dropped since January but also on the flip side saying that over the last four weeks, things have been looking a bit better. So sales have jumped about 10%. So I think that really contributed to Temple and Webster's share price lifting so much today. And Best and Less, which is a retailer with about 250 stores in Australia and New Zealand, it said that sales between Jan and mid-May are up close to 2%. That was the good news. And it said that was mainly thanks to a very strong Mother's Day, which saw a spike. But on the flip side... They reckon their profits won't get above $12 million over the second half of the year, down from as much as $20 million. So that's why their shares didn't do particularly well today. A drop of 70% Mm. or over 70%. So that wasn't good news. And that's why their shares 
Bell, as you said there, Stevie. But United Malt Group was another one. They make and supply malt, which is used by breweries to make beer. They released their first half results today, and it made a loss of close to $14 million after making $6 million in profit at the same time last year. But there was a reason for this. It had a lot of one-off costs like restructuring and software costs. So, so that was the reason for that. But its revenue increased, so that was higher. It was about 16% higher due to improved contract pricing and higher barley prices during the period. It also mentioned it didn't declare a dividend this time around mm-hmm. in comparison to a one and a half cent dividend last time. But the big takeaway here was the news that it expects a significant increase in earnings in financial year 23. So a brighter outlook ahead, Stevie. One other point that I think is helping United Malt Group, I'm getting my stripy shirt, croissant and baguette out for this one. But French company Malterie Soufflet has offered $1.5 billion in cash for the group back in late March. So I think that really has helped the shares. They've jumped around 30% since then. So I think that's been quite helpful. And another standout, Rhythm Biosciences. Much smaller company, but its share price doubled today because they've just had the nod of approval from regulators in the UK to sell this blood test that they're developing for the detection of certain cancers. So that's all their shares doing very well indeed. And looking ahead, Laura, quite a a bit to watch, of course, in the next uh, 24 hours or so. Yeah, that's right. So if we look at the US tonight, we have housing starts and building permits due, but I guess the spotlight will be on Target who will release their earnings results. It's an important one after we saw Home Depot's results last night. They were a bit more disappointing than than we were expecting. So it'll be interesting to see if there's a trend in how people are spending less on these kinds of things with Target's results. Absolutely. That's going to be really important because in the US, they've had 5% worth of rate hikes in a little over a year. And there's going to be a point where that's going to be more obvious in some of these numbers that come out. Also, when we say housing starts and building permits, housing starts, the number of properties that have started to be built and building permits, how many approvals have been granted from you know councils and the equivalents in the US to developers to build as well. So this can give us an idea of if the property market is slowing as well. Uh, Tesla is holding an annual general meeting. So they're meeting with investors, which will get plenty of attention. And tomorrow, tomorrow. is going to be a big one, isn't it? Spotlight on jobs, Stevie. Mm-hmm. So today we had wages and tomorrow we'll complete the picture for this week, at least on the jobs data. Exactly right. So this report will be out at 11.30am Sydney time tomorrow. The unemployment rate at the moment is at around 3.5%, hasn't been lower in about 50 years. And the expectations are that the number of jobs added last month could lift about 25,000. That's in April. So the stronger the number is tomorrow, worse that could be for our share market over the course of tomorrow afternoon. And that could increase the chances of a potential rate hike next month. That's right, Stevie. I think that's all for today. I think that's enough. I think that's enough. We've been talking for a while. <laughs> all right. Well, everyone, thanks very much for, for joining us. And uh, make sure you tune in to our charismatic uh, friends and colleagues, Tom and Ryan, tomorrow morning. It'll get you across everything that happened last night and what to expect tomorrow. It's been a pleasure being back with you today, Stevie. Pleasure's all mine. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. 
listener.